Hello, everybody, and a very pleasant good morning to you. I hope you have had a wonderful week. I know I have. It's been busy because last week, as you already know, I wasn't here. I went out of town, did a little trip with the Cincinnati Reds, and this is, I think, the eighth or ninth one that I've been on. Uh, but we're back now, and I am excited to be home to talk a little bit of fishing with you guys. Doug Flynn here. This is Big League Fishing. Josh Topness in the studio. My buddy Keith Munson is going to be joining us in a little bit. But it's good to be back because I got a chance to go spend some time with some former baseball players. Uh, we've all been out of the game for a year or two. Um, but we're back in it now, and, uh, and we're only in it because we're here with 110 fans. And this year, instead of going to the Caribbean, we headed to California. But one of the cool things is I got to meet up with an old teammate of mine by the name of Randy Jones. He lost 20 games one year in San Diego, came back and won 20 the next year, became the Cy Young Award winner, and we got to catch up and have a good time. So anyway, today we're going to talk about a couple of tournaments that are coming up, a couple of tournaments that have already taken place, the weather, how that's going to be affecting the fish. And there's a lot of stuff going on. I doubt if I'll have an old man rant. Well, sure I will, because I've been in my car today. So why wouldn't I? Ah! Anyway, Josh, how are you, buddy? It's been a while since I've seen you. You doing all right? Doing good. Just uh, working and trying to keep my head above water. Did you have an opportunity to go do any camping since I've been gone? I haven't been camping once, unfortunately. So it's, Josh, it's... how are you going to do a camping report if you don't go camping? It's been slow. It's been tough. <laughs> well we gotta get you out uh we know there's a lot going on now that you got that youngin in your house uh i'm sure that slowed you down a little bit hasn't it just a little bit <laughs> what about football who we got left in the playoffs well we got tate's creek uh they're going to their first regional since 2001 which wow, is who exciting will they be playing? they're going to be hosting simon kenton uh-huh and That's pretty good you have you have uh, Frederick Douglass going up for regional as well, and this will be – a lot of people are saying that they are the best team uh, in 5A and that they're probably going to win it all, so that's pretty exciting. Wow, so it's two Lexington teams that have yep. done well. What happened to Catholic and Christian? Are they in or out? Uh, Christian, I'm not sure. I'll have to check on that one, uh, but Catholic's out. Catholic got beat by Boyle County. Ah, Boy, that's Bull County. Man, what a program they've got over there. That's pretty amazing. And a lot of the guys that I fish with and against, of course, live over in the Danville area. So I'm sure they're pretty happy every year. It seems like Bull County, and it was Danville and Bull County every year going to the playoffs. So this year, no exception, I guess, Bull County having another strong team. LCA got beat by Somerset by two points. Oh, wow. Well, all my friends down in Somerset that are listening to this show will be very happy. Uh, <clears throat> of course, that's where I went to junior college, and that's where I signed my contract to play professional baseball was out of Somerset. So, yeah, there's, people are going to be happy. You know what? Every time you got a win or a loss, you got some people happy, some people are not. So congratulations to them. I'm trying to get run over here by an ambulance, but it looks like it's out of the way now. Uh, you know what? There's a lot of people on the road today. Have you been out? I haven't. Good. I went don't out go. earlier. I went out, go. <laughs> I went out earlier just to go to the gym, but uh, that's such a short drive for me that it's not really that big of a deal. I don't really ever notice uh, any traffic or anything. I got a. I hit Man of War briefly. So, 
Well, I'm headed to town because uh, after we finish taping this wonderful show, then I'm headed down to the University of Kentucky, where I'll be speaking to my buddy, Coach Jim Heinerman's class. Uh, a bunch of guys and gals that are looking to get into the sports business in some capacity, either through playing, uh, writing about it, talking about it, coaching others. So uh, he has me over once each semester to talk to the students. And it's really a lot of fun because my old school techniques and thinking is very confrontational often with some of the young students who, you know, who are we talking about? Well, we're talking about, I don't guess it's millennials. It'd be the ones after that, right? Yeah, they're not millennials. They're not us. They're they're a different breed. Well, it's the next group down, and they kind of look at you funny because they're so into computers and sabermetrics. And but they're the ones. Stuff. They're the ones that you call millennials. They're the ones that you blame mostly for all millennial issues. I've noticed. <laughs> well, they blame all old people, so I'm included in that. So we're not all the same. So it makes us even. We're like in the <laughs> middle. The millennial, the real millennials, are like in the middle, just being like, "What do we do?" Oh, okay, I got you. Well, I I don't want to. What I don't. Well, you are a millennial, but. You've come a long way, and I want to tell you something. I, you know, I, I gripe a lot about that, but I have a good thing. I was walking out of a place. I was walking out of the gym yesterday, and a young man held the door for me, and I said, hey, I appreciate that. Thank you very much, and he said, you're welcome, and I went, there's hope. There's hope, so I loved it, so it was really good. You know what he should have <laughs> said, don't you? I know what you, yeah, what you used to say. You don't still it's say It's not a thing. problem, you know. No it's problem. Not a problem. <laughs> so it was good. Hey, big league fishing this morning. Hope you're doing good. My buddy Keith Munson will be hollering at him in a few minutes, but uh, I'm glad we're back home safe. And now it's time to concentrate on fishing. And we got a tournament coming up next weekend, uh, the Friday and Saturday, there'll be a couple of events going on after Thanksgiving. The Saturday tournament will be uh, uh, Ronnie and Bill Taylor's tournament. This one has been going on for 42 years, we think. Um, Bill was trying to remember back how long it had been, but they started this little event where the payout is uh, 100%. So it's going to be a good one. And when we get Keith on the line, we'll talk to him because he has fished probably all but about five. So we hope you're having a good morning. You uh, hang tight with us. We're going to talk about some fun stuff today and have a great time. I got a person I want to introduce to you. And we thank you for listening. This is uh, Big League Fishing on the Big League Fishing Radio Network. This is Bassmaster Elite Series Pro Bradley Roy, and I'm listening to my favorite fishing network. I learned everything from this show with Keith and Doug, and they'll be right back. Hi, I'm Danny McSorley. Whether you're looking to trade in your old boat or purchase a new one, let us get you ready for the season at MarineWorks at Pandora Marina on Harrington Lake, just south of Lexington. So if we happen to miss you on the radio, we'll catch you on the water. So for Doug and Keith and Josh, Big League Fishing. And if we can't catch you on the water, you can catch us on the podcast app on Apple iPhones or on Google Play. You can just subscribe to us there. Just search Big League Fishing on either of those apps and we'll pop up and you can subscribe to us and give us reviews. We always like reviews. Five stars, of course. Five stars. We have made it to the big time. <laughs> we are podcasters.
And welcome back to Big League Fish and Doug Flynn talking with Josh Toftus, our producer extraordinaire. Mr. Munson will be joining us in a little bit. But uh, you know what, Josh, I got home the other night, got a call from a guy who listens to our show all the time. His name is Dave Rogers, and he is one of the top crappie fishermen in the country. And it was pretty cool to uh, hook up with him. Uh, I'm going to go down and do a little speaking for a group that he meets with. So uh, he invited uh, Jack Gibbons and myself out to dinner with a couple of his buddies from out of town. And we got a chance to go down to Jeff Ruby's. And I'm telling you what, uh, he don't have step. Oh, Dave don't have step at all, buddy, because we had an unbelievable appetizers and meal and I just wanted to thank him. We're going to have him on as a guest here in the next week or so to talk a little bit about crappie fishing. He goes into a lot of tournaments across the country. Uh, he brought up one of his buddies from Alabama on Lake, a guide on Lake Weiss, uh, who was uh, invited us to go down and do a little fishing, which, uh, man, I can't wait because he's close to Gunnersville. And then we can go catch crappie on Lake Weiss. So, David, I know you're listening, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, Y'all go visit Dave. He's got a little store over in Georgetown. And uh, no, he's not sponsoring the show. This is just a free plug because he's a good man. And the good people deserve to get plugs like that. So we're going to, I'm looking forward to come speaking to his group, but we'll have him on and talk all about crappie. Now, Josh, if we were to catch a mess of crappie, do you think your bride would fix them up for you to eat? She ain't going to fix them up. She doesn't know how to fix up fish. (laughs) Do you know how to fix them up? I can try. I don't really know how to fix them up either. My grandfather's the one that could always fix them up. My grandfather and my dad always did it well, but they didn't show me the secrets, unfortunately. Well, there is a secret to it. And then once you learn how to do it and you get them all fixed up and breaded up and all that good stuff and throw you a hush puppy or two in the mix, you if you learn to do it, she might have you doing it a lot more than you need or want to. Then maybe I shouldn't learn to do it. That's a very I good I should point. leave it up to you all. Yeah, Uh, well, it's good, man. I like crappie because it kind of gives you that little sweet taste. You know, uh, I don't eat as much bass. Matter of fact, we rarely ever eat a bass. We'll turn them loose. Tournaments are always turning them loose unless there's going to be a big fish fry, and then we might keep a few. But uh, yeah, it's it's. uh, I can't wait to go down and get a chance because, likewise, I mean, I was talking to the guy Terry Whaley's his name, and he said. He has caught them as big, and I don't know if you know a lot about this, but 4.4 pounds, a little over 4 pounds, 4 pounds. That's a big, big crappie, Yeah, big crappie. You know, around here, uh, I mean, if you get a 2-pound crappie, it's a nice crappie in mm-hmm. Kentucky. But when you go to Alabama, they've got them 4 and 5 pounds, and that's just ridiculous how big. Yeah. So, anywho, uh, we're going to hook that up. We're going to get Dave on to talk a little bit about some crappie fishing and how he does it because, to tell you the truth, I don't know anything about it. What I'm trying to get excited about, and it's not going to take much, is Friday, next Friday, after Thanksgiving, a big tournament that will be going on down at Lake Cumberland. It'll be out of Conley Bottom, probably be 150 to 200 boats. Usually the weather determines if they're going to be over 150. But even at a time where the weather is as bad as it can be, you'll see 150 boats get out there, 300 crazy guys that are out there to fish for a good prize and to have fun on a lake that at times can be really, really fun to fish. If the smallmouth are biting, you got a chance to catch Kentucky's largemouth and smallmouth. When Keith gets on, we're going to talk a little bit about how to do it. I will tell you how it was one 
a couple of weeks ago on in the Costa tournament. They were throwing jigs. It was one by a guy who was throwing a jig where he caught 14 of his 15 keepers on a jig. And there are some really good jig fishermen that will be fishing that. So what you got to do is find out where they are and uh, be able to put that bait in front of them and then come away with a lot of weight. Uh, there'll be a little practice tournament on the Friday before the Friday that's right after Thanksgiving, but it'll be before the Saturday tournament. And it's a good way to go out and practice and see if you can't locate some fish and then come back the next day and hopefully you can bang heads with a whole bunch of other guys. So I'm looking forward to that. I've been changing my tackle, getting it all ready to go, trying to condense it down to 15 or 20 poles. <laughs> Munson will get all over me because I'll take so many out there. But heck, man, when you haven't been down to practice too much, you don't know exactly what they're going to hit. So you got to go experiment a little bit. And that's what we got to take you to do, Josh. Go down with us one day and experiment and just ride around the boat and have some fun. And we've said we're going to do it, but we haven't done it yet. Are you about ready to take on the challenge? I'd be ready. You could teach me how to fall into a boat. <laughs> well, uh, we've all done that too. <laughs> I've, uh, I fell out of a boat that hadn't even been put in the water. How about that? Wow. I was, trying to, I was trying to climb up to get in the boat as it was being backed in. I slipped, fell out. I don't know if you remember this, but I broke my hand. I do remember that. And, Wasn't uh, it already broke, though? It was already broke, but I just re I just went ahead and solidified it so that I would have to have some surgery. Well, but know, that's always The nice. guy that I was fit, I mean, I broke it. Fished all night with it. Came in from fishing. It was all swollen up. Looked like I had a catcher's mitt on it. And uh, <laughs> it, it, I guess it was comical for anybody that watched it. But for me, it wasn't too comical. But it was, you know, if you're catching fish, you don't think about it being hurting too bad. And then the next morning you wake up and you can't grab hold of your toothbrush. You're thinking, you know, I may have a little problem here. <laughs> Just Go a fix bit. this bad Just a little bit. But, you know, Lake Cumberland's really getting a good reputation because they're bringing a lot of professional events down there. And uh, I'm kind of excited for that. Okay, have a little other news to announce. And this is not really good news. But as many of you know, I've been doing Reds Weekly for the last, I don't know, six, eight years, whatever. Well, my buddy Jeff Pecoro and I will not be doing Reds Weekly anymore. Got a call, and I'm not sure who made the change. I don't know if it was Fox or the Cincinnati Reds. But either way. Um, it's kind of like when you're a ball player, you're sort of, or a coach, you're kind of hired to be fired. And that's what happened Saturday, last Saturday. So a week ago, they let me and Mr. Pecoro know that we, uh, our servicers are no longer required. So we want to wish whoever takes over that job, um, good luck with it, but it won't be us and, uh, call your congressman or whatever it needs to be. And if you're disappointed, <laughs> You know, you find out when you get it, when they let go from the show, how many people are really watching it anyway. So if there's no, uh, if there's no calls or anything, it's probably a good thing. You reckon? Yeah. And then, you know, you'll have some people come up to you and say, man, I saw the show the other night. It was great. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and that's when you smack them across the top of the head, right? Yeah. I'll never forget. <laughs> I got let go from uh Sunday sports a long time ago. Uh, I was doing it for the ESPN station here, and like a few, like a month or two after that, I had a friend come up to me. He's like, "Man, I heard the show; it was great the other day." And I was like, "Thanks, I'm no longer on it." <laughs> well, I, you're right; that's going to happen, I'm sure, a couple of times. And I'm not sure what the format's going to be, or how they're going to take it, or if they're even going to do it. If they're going to start something else, there's a rumor going around they have somebody 
So we'll just have to wait and see. But anyway, you know, that's part of the deal. It's not the first time I've been released or let go from anything. And uh, I'm you know, a firm believer that where one door shuts, there'll be another one open. So we're kind of looking for it. You know whose birthday it is today that we're taping? I do not. Ken Griffey Jr.'s. Well, I'll be darned. The kid. How old is the kid today? 50. Kind of blows my wow. mind. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now that really makes me feel old. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, man, oh man, that's amazing. Well, I, I guess uh, senior must have had him at a pretty young age because senior's just—he's about my age or a year older. So he had little junior at a very early age. He was in the locker room, I know, in '75 and '76, running around getting in everybody's way. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, now everybody's trying to borrow some money from him. So it's amazing how time goes by. <laughs> well, the kid, Ken Griffey Jr., had a really sweet swing. And everything I've ever heard in an era when most people, and I say that with a little knowledge, were using a lot of the steroids. He was one of the few that you never heard a rumor about. As a matter of fact, even heard some guys that came to his defense early and said, nope. He said he didn't need them. And I guess not when you hit 600 home runs. I believe it full just because of the way you look at his body the, his entire career. I mean, it never yeah. really made a drastic change. And you see that with a lot of the guys that actually got on stuff. You could see the kind of the point when they made that change. And you ought to see them now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They look a whole lot different now than they did when they were playing. But, uh, you know, at one time when the steroids got into the game, it was legal. That Andrustine Dion was legal. And that's what a lot of the guys were using. And then all of a sudden it became, they started using a few other stuff and then they outlawed it and, and then it became just really ugly, keeping a few guys out of the Hall of Fame. However, there's a rumor, another rumor, that this induction this year, there may be some people that have used that stuff that may be going back into the Hall of Fame. So, we'll, not back in, but we'll be inducted into it. It's a, if they open that door, there's going to be a bunch of them. Yeah, it's a, it's a hairy situation. I mean, you don't really want to want to give it to them, and then at the same time, you, you look at, that era and that's what it was known for was the steroid era so i mean just about everybody was on it and that's the way it was so uh i think that you, the mistake has already been made way back when when they allowed it to go on for so long well uh, you being the young guy you have an opinion you think the steroid guys should go into the hall of fame you know i, I mean honestly a lot of my greatest memories as a child come from the steroid era because that's the biggest time when i was really watching baseball so I do think yeah. they should be letting the Hall of Fame just because that's that those were the greats to me growing up. Yeah. Yeah, you make a good point. I'm and there's not to say if it was legal when I was playing, I may have thought twice cuz I played at about 168 pounds if I could have played at about 184, 185, you know, with a little bit stronger and yep. it was legal, it would have been tough to turn down, I have to imagine. Um so, yeah, they got a decision to make. But once they let the first one in, then they're going to have to let them all in. Like, if, say, you were to let Barry Bonds in or Roger Clemens, mm -hmm. and then you're going to have to let McGuire and all the other guys that are Hall of Fame worthy by the numbers get into that. So, yeah, I don't – I hate that. But, uh, anyway, that's what we might be up to. All right, when we come back, we're going to get on the phone with our buddy Keith Munson. We're going to talk a little bit about this fall fishing, this winter fishing that's on its way. The weather that's coming up, we'll talk a little bit about the tournament 
that we're going to see down at Lake Cumberland, the Bill Taylor, Ron McClure tournament. One of the biggest, longest lasting tournaments that have gone on anywhere. And we have it right here in our state. So when we come back, Keith Munson will be with us. You're listening to Big League Fishing on the Big League Fishing Radio Network. This is Boudreaux Man from South Louisiana, and I'm teaching them boys from the Big League Fishing everything I know, and hopefully they'll be right back. Hi, I'm Danny McSorley. Whether you're looking to trade in your old boat or purchase a new one, let us get you ready for the season at Marine Works at Pandora Marina on Harrington Lake, just south of Lexington. Hey folks, this is Doug Flynn, and I want to talk to you about Sutherland Chevrolet. You know, I'm pretty particular about what I drive. I stopped by, got the best service that I have ever received, and got me a brand new old pickup truck. It is absolutely wonderful. I've only taken it back once, and the service was incredible. Hey, if you're in the market for a nice vehicle, whether it be a truck or just a car, see our friends at Sutherland Chevrolet over in Nicholasville. You will not be disappointed. Hey, this is former Cincinnati Red Doug Flynn and my pro fishing buddy Keith Munson. Hey, Keith, it's the winter time, but if you go to Sportsman's Warehouse, if you want to stay warm, if you want to fish, if you want to hike, or if you want to shoot or hunt, they got everything in the world. Everything, absolutely everything you need from fishing, hunting, keeping your feet and your toes warm, your nose warm. <laughs> hey, guys, that's important too. Guys, 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 you're what? forgetting about camping. Oh, <laughs> that's right. We got the camper extraordinaire, Mr. Josh oh, Stoffness. That's true. Who got suited up pretty good. Hey, Josh, can you camp in this type of weather? Absolutely, if you go to Sportsman's Warehouse. Wow. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's just tell you this. If you're looking for the very best in quality and everything you could absolutely want when it comes to fishing, hunting, or just recreation, go see our friends at Sportsman's Warehouse. Everyone at Central Bank loves UK Athletics almost as much as we love providing outstanding service. Sometimes the team kind of inspires us to improve even more. Like just the other day, I was helping a customer open a checking account. I really don't know what kind of account I'm looking for. Well, I hope I can help you. Time out! Time out! Coach Cal? What are you doing here? Come over here, Mike. You need to take charge here. Show them the options. You've got checking, CDs, money market accounts. You're like a point guard here. It's up to you to make all of our customers' financial lives easier and better. Now, do I need to bring in a sub or are you my guy? No, Coach. I'm your guy. Now go out there and help make this customer a winner. Coach Cal never lets us rest, and we love him for it. Central Bank, serious about banking, crazy about UK. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, welcome back here on the Big League Fishing Radio Network. This is uh, Big League Fishing show and Doug Flynn, Josh Thomas, and my favorite fisherman of all time, Mr. Keith Munson. <laughs> you, you don't have you don't have very good favorites, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I do because I, I cannot wait. Uh we're a week away from us getting the chance to go fish a tournament. And I cannot I'm wait. I can't either. You know I saw a I saw a poster the other day. And I, and I don't know whether I should send it to you or you should send it to me, but it said your best fishing buddy is the one that's slightly worse fisherman than you. 
And I don't know if you should send that to me. <laughs> I should send that to you. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to defer as you being the best fisherman by far. Because, uh, you know, one of the things that you know how to do is to find the fish and get on the fish. And there's a lot of people that if you take them someplace where they're fishing, they can accidentally catch a bunch of fish. But if you go yeah, with fish aid biting, you're in trouble. And that's one of the good things that you're able to do. So, our I'm pumped, man, and this thing is, we've talked to Bill a little bit about this, 42 years, he thinks, and you yeah. fished, yeah. how many have you fished? I probably fished 40 of them. I think I've missed two, maybe three. Uh, That's amazing. One year I was real sick and didn't go, and the first year I didn't fish it because I didn't know about it. Uh, we had it a couple years. We had it at Dale Hollow. They moved it to Dale Hollow. Oh, and, man. Uh, it was, um, yeah, and it was a fun tournament, but uh, when they moved it back, and then one year, I think there was used to be a, a Used to be called Dave's Tackle Box down in Midway. Yeah, and uh, and uh, they took it over and they made it a two day tournament. It was a lot of fun, and uh, but it's it's pretty much been on coming for the most part. And Bill and, and Ron McClure have run it and they've done a great job with it. And you and I are already registered in it because we moneyed last year and didn't know it, so they put us in it this year. Well, how about that? Did we draw a good number? I don't know, but we should have because we put it in this time last year. The way I look at it, we always vote one. <laughs> no, you know who just vote one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm really pumped about this because, you know, it's been a while and uh, I got new line on my paws. I've got a game plan that I've been thinking about. I've been reading about some stuff. And I'm kind of anxious to get down there. I think I got 18 poles ready to go. Well, that then you're about too short. But other than that, I hope you catch one on every pole. We'll be in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the you weather, know, uh, it's going to be pretty stable. Uh, go ahead. I haven't, I haven't seen the weather. Of course, it's Kentucky, so it's probably changed 10 times between now and next weekend. But, uh, you know, the fish are really biting down there. They had a tournament down there this past weekend, took 21 pounds to win. So we better catch a bunch of good ones. Oh, man. Do good on this one. <laughs> wow. But they're, they're biting right along. I, I noticed that took uh, 17 was second and then 15. So I slid down there. I haven't been but one time, gosh, in forever since the trifecta. And I went down there this past Saturday for half a day and fished half a day and caught 25 bass. No big ones, but I caught a lot of fish. It was a lot of fun. Caught some on the A-rig, caught a few on crankbait, and most of them on a jig and a worm. So they're biting pretty good. I just didn't catch any big ones. I caught uh, two smallmouth and the rest of them largemouth and spots. Uh-huh. So, you know, I forgot my 18 poles. I didn't have my A-rig hooked up. All right, that's 19. <laughs> well, you can count that one as five, too, because you got five baits on it. <laughs> Yeah, you can use all five hooks on this one, too, right? That's right. That's exactly yeah. right. I called a couple on it down there this weekend. I think that's what a man needs to throw to catch that big weight, though. It's just yeah. that time of year, you know. Yeah. Well, we'll eliminate. Are uh, you going to be able to fish Friday as well? I'm hoping to. I'm, I'm not okay. 100%, but I'm about 99%. So. All right. Well, whatever <laughs> I need to do to help you with that 1%, let me know. So. <laughs> Because you okay. know, Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, I'm going to be ready. Oh, I know. We, In fact, we've left a few times on Thursday night and gone down there and got ready so we wouldn't have that long one-hour drive. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. I'd like, to, you know, whenever we get down there, it's it, 
And, and I like what you and I have done over the last couple of times we fished. Sometimes you wait and you get in that long line, but I love getting down there maybe a little bit early and you ease over in one of those little slips and take a little nap. I yeah. Think that's awesome. awesome you? Retile your baits that we've already retired about 10 times and talk about how we're going to catch one, run into some of our old buddies and tell some big fish tales, see who can out tell them. You ever notice that when you get to talking fishing? Your tails get a little bit bigger. Then it's your turn. You get a little bigger. And next time it's his turn, and back and forth you go. <laughs> I have to admit, my tails have not been very big lately. <laughs> <laughs> Mine either. I quit after the first one. <laughs> yeah, I. We got to we got to get back in the hunt because we got on a good roll and we kind of got out of our little uh, rhythm. So we need to get back in that good rhythm. And this is a time of year where you and I love to go. Oh, you're not kidding, and. You know, the fish are biting down here. Well, you know, have you heard about the trifecta series that's going on uh, for next year? Uh, you know, I haven't studied it. I know John's really excited about it, though. It's our buddy John Webb. Yeah, John. In fact, i got to uh, give a, a shout-out and a thanks to John. He called me and asked me if I would be on their tournament committee and, and kind of give my opinion on some things, right or wrong. And so I decided to do that, and, and he's been gracious to call me and fill me in on everything. And they're giving $2,500 to the first place points winner next year. That's an amazing amount to have for a points leader for five tournaments. If you fish all five, you all automatically qualify for their fish off, uh, which you know was a two-day event that they gave away a ton of money at last year. And yep. it's just a lot of good things. They got T-shirts now for sale that you can get a hold of John, uh, get on the Harrington Lake Bass tournaments and and hats, and he's he's done all kinds of stuff. John is really working hard at this thing. Uh, are you fishing with anybody, or is there a chance you and I might fish these together? There's, there's a good chance we get to fish some of these. I'm hoping to be able to fish all five of them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back into the BFLs next year some. Okay. I'm one to fish ever starts if I got that chance, but uh, I don't know how many I'm conflict. You know, there's a lot of conflicting dates there, so I'm going to fish what I can and, and, and get into them. Well, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We got one more segment to go here. We got folks that are listening, folks that are get up with us. It's bright and early. We hope you are getting ready to go catch yourself a fish. It's a um, weekend. It's winter time. It's when Keith and I love to go fishing, and we, by golly, are going to go fish a tournament. We're not talking smack like we used to, but when we come back, <laughs> we're going to tell you what we're going to do. You're listening to Big League Fishing on the Big League Fishing Radio Network. Hello, this is Bailey Turner, and you are listening to Big League Fishing with Doug Flynn and Keith Munson, my Gita, and they will be right back. So, if we happen to miss you on the radio, we'll catch you on the water. So, for Doug and Keith and Josh, Big League Fishing. And if we can't catch you on the water, you can catch us on the podcast app on Apple iPhones or on Google Play. You can just subscribe to us there to search Big League Fishing on either of those apps. And we'll pop up, and you can subscribe to us and give us reviews. We always like reviews. Five stars, of course. Five stars. We have made it to the big time. <laughs> we are podcasters. Hi, Doug Flynn for J&H Outdoors, your headquarters for top-quality tents, backpacks, and sleeping bags. New arrivals of climbing harnesses, ropes, and climbing shoes. Kayaks and canoes from Hobie, Piranha, and Old Town. And you have to see the footwear from Vibram Five Fingers, Chaco, and Merrill Barefoot. J&H Outdoor Store. More drive just off Nicholasville Road. Turn between Raising Canes and Wendy's. J&H Outdoor Store.
And a welcome back to Big League Fishing. Doug Flynn, Keith Munson here. We're getting ready to go fish Bill Taylor, Ron McClure tournament. 42 years those gentlemen have been running it. Uh, I guess your buddies from down at the boat dealership are going to be taking care of today, aren't they? Yeah, Pittsburgh Marine. I think they've got their trailer going to set up there. They do a good job weighing in and, and nice guys and keep everything rolling pretty good. And, of course, Richard Bowling will be down there. And, and the guys will be parking. And, I mean, that, you know, to have that many boats in one spot, they it usually rolls in and out pretty fast. You know, they do a really good job of running that tournament. And then the next weekend, I think there's a USA Cares tournament going out of the dam that Bradley Roy is running, if I'm not mistaken. There he is. You're exactly right. It's on December the 7th. I want to fish it, but I'm going to be at Red's Fest up in Cincinnati. Red's Fest, okay. Yep, and it goes on Friday and Saturday, so I'll go up and do that, and then I'll have to come home and go to my bank party that night. So I'm out from fishing that, although I really wanted to do that because, you know, I've been doing a lot of stuff, Bradley as well, with USA Care. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to do that, though. Well, I hate to hear that. I, I just planned to figure being you was going to fish it, but I'll, I'd say yep. Joe or Greg or Marshall, somebody, I'll get somebody to go in there and help donate money with me. You won't <laughs> have to worry about it. Yeah, you have a, maybe a head start because you will have fished before as well. Yeah, I'll know where not to catch them from the week before. Won't I? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, tell me, I'm hearing a lot of, I know some guys, have, like when they hit the coast down there, a lot of fish were caught on jigs a lot on crankbaits and i mean it, it's one of those lakes where if you get on some fish you can catch them on a variety of different baits this time of year can't you yes you can and you know cumberland's a really good pattern lake and you know if you're catching them on the little bluffs halfway back to creeks you'll catch them in all of them it seems like or on points if they're pulling water out on main lake on the old pea gravel banks and stuff and it's very good pattern lake so it's hard to pull up on one spot unless you just get them schooling up somewhere to catch it enough to win like you can on Kentucky Lake if they're on a ledge or barren or somewhere. But you can run a pattern. You may have to fish several spots, but you can use the running gun and catch you some nice fish, especially smallmouth. seems like yeah. I, I can pattern smallmouth. I don't try it enough, but if you get down there and pattern smallmouth out there, they'll be on the same pattern. seems like the end to end of the lake, you know. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm expecting you to do. <laughs> I mean, I can't do everything. I, I, I'm gonna I net the, I'm gonna net the fish, so at least you can just catch them. <laughs> well, we do our part, right? You know what has happened? I I think I figured out why we haven't done as well because my wife quit making us them brownies and uh rice crispy treats and all that she just i'm gonna have to get on her about that i reckon i'm telling you what, what's what's the deal there i mean when we were getting rice crispy treats and we was getting country ham sal- uh, sandwiches and yeah and all that kind of good stuff i mean it was good and then all of a sudden it's gone south so all right i'm gonna do my part quick. we okay. will have the we will have the sandwiches I'm, I'm gonna make sure of that and i'll see what i can do about that other oh man that sounds good yeah. to me I know, I'm, and I'm starving right now, so I could eat some. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I mean, that, but but I know. We, uh, that, that's the part that that's the part I like. If the fish don't bite, we usually do, you know. <laughs> yeah, really. All right, give give us a little uh, info on your girls' basketball team. Well, you know they're coming along. I'm I'm really proud of them. They're still young, but but they're young with a year under the belt, and they've grown up a little bit, you know, and so they're getting better and. 
we've been working hard. We're, we're going next week over to uh, the nursing home and take them, take some Christmas presents to the, uh, some of the people that live there. And then we're going to stop at a, a Mexican restaurant, have a good meal and kind of have a little team bonding. And even though I don't like Mexican, but they did. So they won that, they won that bet. So uh, <laughs> we, we opened up December the 3rd, I think it is. And, uh, and then, I think we played like nine or ten games before Christmas, so we got a busy oh, schedule geez. once it gets started. So, wow, I'm looking forward to the season. They're, they're a lot of fun. Are you you gonna have any height at all? Or are you just gonna have to do it with shooting and defense and get lucky a little bit. Yeah, we've got some pretty tall girls, and uh, and, uh, and of course we've got some pretty short girls too. But they're they're all a little scrappy, and so that's gonna be the key. We're just gonna try to scrap and 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 do the best we can. You know, we won't be giant killers, but hopefully we'll. As the season goes on, we'll keep, you know, bonding a little bit and get better as we go. So that's all you can ask, you know, if you get better. Any seniors? You don't, you don't have any seniors, do you? I've got two this year. I sure do. And uh, well, one you're a veteran ball club, man. Yes, we are. And uh, <laughs> one last year was a junior, and she uh, she was in a car wreck and broke her leg, so she didn't get to play a whole lot last year. And yeah, the man. other one moved in here, so uh, – so we got both of them back healthy, and they've both been there. So hopefully they'll be, and they've been a good, doing a good job leading our team. So we'll be okay. That a boy, that a boy. Well, I need to come down and see them. I won't do any halftime or pregame talks. But I, <laughs> if you, you do, do win the game, it's all I ask. Hey, you got an old man rant this week? I like to hear a good old man rant. You got one? You know, I, I um. I was out of town most of last week because I got a chance to go on a cruise. I went on that Reds cruise. Uh-huh. And so there, I really don't have too many old man rants. Uh, I actually, and as I told earlier on the show, actually had a young man open the door for me. And I said, well, thank you. And he said, you're welcome. And I thought, oh, there's hope for America. <laughs> there really is. <laughs> So, you know, I want to give credit where credit is due, so instead of dumping on them all the time, but I, it's like when you have prayer for a lot of people, once you get a blessing or a praise report, you need to share those too, so that's what I'm doing. I'm sharing a well, praise good deal. I know. That, that sounds perfect. That now, sounds having said that, I'll be driving out on the road tonight. I'm sure I'll have one for next one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you much of a crappie fisherman? Uh, I love to eat them. I haven't been a whole lot, but I do like to catch them. I love to eat well, them. We've got a chance to go down to Lake Weiss and, or even local here to fish with Dave Rogers. And, okay. Uh, he's a crappie expert. He's a, he guides some, and, and he knows a lot about fishing Elkhorn. So I'm, I had a good dinner with him. We talked about him earlier on the show. He's a good man. He's a good Christian man. And, uh, I told him, I said, me and my buddy would like to go and share some water with you. Well, yeah, I would love to do that. Uh, I, the last time I went and seriously crappie fished, we called a few, but they didn't. They weren't biting. They had, of course, I'm good at, at making them stop biting. Somebody told me, so they're jumping in the boat with you. So I go and caught half a dozen or so, you know, good <laughs> keepers. But, man, I, I, there's nothing better than a bunch of good crappie fillets, you know, breaded up and fried golden brown and coleslaw and hush puppies and french fries and, all oh, fixings, man. Oh, man. I mean, you're not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that's some good eating right there now. You're not kidding. I'm telling I, you. I think other than, walleye, other than walleye, my favorite fish to eat is uh, crappie. Crappie. Mm-hmm. And you know what they're is called? It, Do you know what they're called in, in Alabama? 
crappy? That and something there, new lights. Have you ever heard of new lights? Oh, well, I know in Florida they're called specs, right? Specs, that's right. There's a hundred names for them. I just call them goods, what I call them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, all right. Well, give me give me a little rundown. I know I'm going to bring a lot of poles, but uh, the things, the way you're hearing, are you hearing anything on Topwater down in Cumberland? Yeah, there's been a few Topwater. Uh, we, we had some, a little bit of Topwater action down there the other day, but we didn't see a lot of shad. But uh, my, I, I haven't heard a lot. I know they were catching a lot on crankbaits, and uh, I laid with a crankbait over half the time I was out. Didn't fish but five or six hours down there last Saturday, but most of the time I had a crankbait in my hand or the A-rig. Mm. But uh, most the, the most, most of the bites I have on jig, I'm just more comfortable with that, you know, of course. Yeah. But uh, the, with the size of fish they're catching, 20 and 21 pounds, I would have to think that some of the fish are being caught throwing the A-rig. And yeah. I threw a jerk bait quite a bit and didn't have much luck with that. But, you know, the, the shorter days we're having now, shorter daylight days and, and cooler nights and the temperature just keeps coming down. The water was in the low 60s, so it's probably in the 50s by next weekend. And, That'll get them old big and congregated up a little bit. Maybe we can pick them off with the jigs. Hey, this time of year, if you throw a jerk bait, do you throw the normal diving one or would you throw the deep diving one? Uh, I would probably start out with the with the shallower running one and yeah. working pretty fast. Cause a lot of a lot of the shad are still up close to the surface, and those fish are still schooling. You know, you you called a pretty nice keeper on New Year's Day one year, a couple oh, yeah. three years ago. Yep. And uh, but I would probably start with the shallow one to start with, and if that didn't work, maybe move to the deeper one. Yeah. But you know, I, I I used to catch a lot of fish on crankbaits down there this time of year, and I've kind of gotten away from it the last eight or ten years. And I I sat in the boat the other day, went through all my stuff, and got those crankbaits back out. I'm gonna spend some time Friday if we get to go Friday. I'm gonna play with that crankbait a whole lot, like all we right. used. To. Well, that'd be good because I'm anxious because you know when you hear stories of all the guys that are catching really nice fish on a crankbait and. And I know the times I've been down either with you or without you, I've really just never sat with it and given it a chance to do anything. Yeah, and, you know, conditions got to be kind of right. Yeah, I don't like to throw it in real, real clear water, but someone's got a lot of it. It's got that old winter green color to it now, and I'm sure the upper end and some of these creeks have got more color, and that makes a crankbait a whole lot better. So at 50 yeah. to 55 degrees, 58 degrees, it's perfect crankbait water, and hopefully we can get some of them big brown ones to bite Oh, it'd be so much fun. Do you have a specific color that you throw when you're like throwing clear water down there? Because you hear a lot of people are throwing a reddish color. So, almost, so you know, it just depends on water color, I guess, huh? Yeah, water color is the biggest key to it. You know, red is a really good color this time of year. And colder water get, I think red and oranges come in in play. But you can't go wrong with a crawdad pattern or a, or a natural shad pattern is really good. And if you got a little bit of stain in the water, go with chartreuse because Smallmouth loves chartreuse. You remember at one time we went down, you put on that brand new high dollar red crankbait. The first cast you made, one took it away yes. from you. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've since got me another one. But it wasn't any fun at all. <laughs> I mean, that thing hit you and you went, oh my goodness. <laughs> That's pretty That's good. That's what I about. <laughs> All right, bud. Well, let's get ready to go. Anything comes up that I need to do or get, you let me know, and I'll pick it up, and we'll be ready, and let's go have us some fun. I'll do that, buddy. I'll get with you for next weekend, and we'll, we'll plan us a big old good trip. All right, and uh, you and Josh and all of our people that are watching, we hope you have a blessed Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a great time for us to appreciate all the great things that we've got 
and not complain about what we don't. So if we happen to miss Amen. you on the water, by golly, we'll catch you. I we happen to miss you on the radio. We'll catch you somewhere on the water. So for Doug and Josh and Keith, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Big League Fishing on the Big League Fishing Radio Network. Hi, I'm Danny McSorley. Whether you're looking to trade in your old boat or purchase a new one, let us get you ready for the season at Marine Works at Pandora Marina on Harrington Lake, just south of Lexington. Hey folks, this is Doug Flynn, and I want to talk to you about Sutherland Chevrolet. You know, I'm pretty particular about what I drive. I stopped by, got the best service that I have ever received, and got me a brand new old pickup truck. It is absolutely wonderful. I've only taken it back once, and the service was incredible. Hey, if you're in the market for a nice vehicle, whether it be a truck or just a car, see our friends at Sutherland Chevrolet over in Nicholasville. You will not be disappointed. Hey, this is former Cincinnati Red Doug Flynn and my pro fishing buddy Keith Munson. Hey, Keith, it's the winter time, but if you go to Sportsman's Warehouse, if you want to stay warm, if you want to fish, if you want to hike, or if you want to shoot or hunt, they got everything in the world. Everything, absolutely everything you need from fishing, hunting, keeping your feet and your toes warm, your nose warm. <laughs> hey, guys, that's important too. Guys, 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 you're what? forgetting about camping. Oh, <laughs> that's right. We got the camper extraordinaire, Mr. Josh oh, Softness. That's true. Who got suited up pretty good. Hey, Josh, can you camp in this type of weather? Absolutely, if you go to Sportsman's Warehouse. Wow. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's just tell you this. If you're looking for the very best in quality and everything you could absolutely want when it comes to fishing, hunting, or just recreation, go see our friends at Sportsman's Warehouse. Everyone at Central Bank loves UK athletics, almost as much as we love providing outstanding service. Sometimes the team kind of inspires us to improve even more. Like just the other day, I was helping a customer open a checking account. I really don't know what kind of account I'm looking for. Well, I hope I can help you. Time out! Time out! Coach Cal? What are you doing here? Come over here, Mike. You need to take charge here. Show them the options. You've got checking, CDs, money market accounts. You're like a point guard here. It's up to you to make all of our customers' financial lives easier and better. Now, do I need to bring in a sub or are you my guy? No, Coach. I'm your guy. Now go out there and help make this customer a winner. Coach Cal never lets us rest, and we love him for it. Central Bank, serious about banking, crazy about UK. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.